This episode of Living in Las Vegas is brought to you by Mitch Fulfer of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, selling homes all across the valley. G'day boys, it's Brian from Perth in Australia here. Um, I'm heading your way next year, but until then I'm going to be watching the Living in Las Vegas podcast on the Vegas Video Network. Over to you guys, Wayne and Scotty. Las Vegas starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome from Las Vegas, Nevada, that groovy little podcast that gives you a true first-person look into what it's like to call Sin City your home, the living in Las Vegas yes, And now your host, yes, a man who clearly needs some kind of introduction, otherwise you wouldn't know who he was, Mr. Scott Welcome everybody to the Living in Las Vegas podcast here on the Vegas Video Network. Another fantastic crowd. And hey, let me be the first to congratulate you because you're watching or listening to the longest running podcast about Las Vegas that actually originates from Las Vegas, which means that we're not only going to cover what it's like to live here, we're going to be talking about adventures downtown and Fremont Street and the Strip, other cool places here in the Valley. And by the way, if you're a fan or a tourist, wait, wait, wait a minute, you might even be thinking about moving to our fair city. Well, guess what? This show's like your own secret handshake to all things cool and groovy. Our free show is on the first and third Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. Pacific time at VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live. Again, VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live. Like our good friend Christina Aguilera says, come on over, come on over, baby. Get yourself in the live chat. Some of the grooviest people you'll ever see there, for example, you'll see Pops and Mike and Gregor, and there's Ted and Bill98036 and Ozzy Deb all the way from Australia. This is our Australian-themed show, apparently. Everybody's hanging out. Everybody's groovy. And here's the other cool thing about this. Look, inside news. Everybody wants the inside scoop. Everyone wants to see behind the curtain. I get it. I'm with you. Here's what happens. We start the show at 7 o'clock. We end the show at 8 o'clock. It's a one-hour show. Do you give more than that? Of course we do. Uh, Pre-show. Uh, 15 minutes before, you can watch us put the whole uh, sausage together. Fantastic. We learned a, a bunch of things about uh, Wayne today. We learned that he's uh, a girl and doesn't like heat. But he's told us not to fear about the Vegas Golden Knights that given who they're playing, we still have got a, a chance, right? Right. Fantastic. And then post-show, Vegas Video Network 2.0, Vegas Video Network After Dark. We then do a good half hour, 45 minutes of post-show stuff, and we do that because we don't want the stuff on the record, but we still want to share it with just the people who are in the live chat. So get on over and, and, and join us, okay? Fantastic. Hey, I'm your host, Scott Whitney. Hi, konnichiwa, buenas noches, how you doing hot stuff? I am the founder of the Vegas Video Network, so on behalf of all those shows, thanks for playing along, and on behalf of this groovy little podcast, we want to thank you for joining us as well, and of course, and back, he's back, we missed him, oh, we missed him, but he had to do the right thing, it was a maternal thing, he had to be there, he had to help his mom, mom, first time visiting to Las Vegas, and so of course, uh, we gotta love the world's greatest son. It's Pimpin' Wayne. Thank everybody. you, everybody. There he is. Bonjour. It's so good to be back. I know Canada missed me. I got all your calls and letters uh, and uh, and moose grams. Moose it grams. Was, oh yeah. It's 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 great to be back. Scott. It's good to have you back, my brother. I'm like, I'm like Cher. I'm just on uh, infinite farewell tours. <laughs> Fair enough. And she's never gonna die. Why? Dracula. She's a vampire. Hey, thanks to Brian from Perth, Australia. We're international. We've actually got somebody well, in the live that. chat. Let's see if we can see her. Uh, where do I see her? Deb, 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 Deb. There, there she is. Uh, so because Brian sent in uh, that video, I'm going to already put him in the Haddam hat because he's a, a good guy. All right. So what are we going to do today? Um, we're going to do some magic. We're going to have some fun. We're gonna get caught up is what we're gonna actually do. You know, we um, get- I didn't bring the rabbit, we're doing magic? 
Well, every day between you and me is magic, wouldn't you argue? I think mm. it is. We're going to do some magic, meaning uh, we get lots and lots of emails, and, and sometimes we get behind, but this is the beginning of summer. Sometimes. Sometimes. Occasionally. Sometimes. Once in a while. We Your get a pathological little, liar we now. Get a little, we get behind every once in a while. Don't. Come on. Easy. Um, and so what we're going to do is fix that by going right into and dedicating this show to listener email. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah! I'll make you a deal. If you can do that scream at the end, I'll put your name in that video. I'm not holding my breath. The, the intro video has you running past the Sahara and the Imperial Palace, so. Well, I'm trying to bring people back mm -hmm. to the to the good old days of Las Vegas, where mm. people, where men were men and sheep were nervous. Okay, let's do it like we normally do for this. We, uh, if a man person sends the email, I'll read it. If a female person uh, sends the email, he'll read it. But actually, we're going to kind of mix it up. Basically, we're going to go back and forth. Correct. Why? Because Canadians love my dulcet tones. Well, of course I do. Canadians really love your kind of a creepy uh, focus upon you. Okay, our first email comes from Glenn. And what you're going to find is a lot of these emails uh, go back, are throwbacks to the show we did about what do tourists want and how do they feel about eh, things like fees and whatnot. And Glenn Santa writes, Glenn from uh, New York, Syracuse, if you're wondering. Uh, hi, Scott. Hello, Glenn. Uh, I must start by saying I really enjoyed your last show, and it really struck a nerve. As you know, I visit Las Vegas two to three times a year. I'm very upset with the fact that all these additional fees, like resort and parking, seem to be here to stay. <laughs> they don't seem to be. They are. They're here to stay. They're not going away. There's nothing that's going to make them go away. Although, I will say this. Spago guy. Yes, Wolfgang, Wolfgang Puck, mm -hmm. he has floated the idea of being able to say, if you're going to hang out at Spago's over at the Caesars, we'll validate that parking. By the way. Not all of it, though. Like, he, he's just trying to, he said there's no way that MGM will go for all of it. So that he'd at least like to take 50% uh, off the parking. <laughs> Is that what he said, 50%? Yeah. Oh, well, that's, 50. Oh, 50. Well, 50. that's better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick, yeah. I guess. But, but, you know, at least he's the first guy. Is he the first guy who said that? I mean, that seems to me to be pretty obvious. So, for example, if you park at uh, Downtown Grand, mm -hmm. so that property is owned by the same people who own or have some sort of connection with the people who own uh, uh, Triple George, uh, Pizza Rock, and uh, oh, what's the uh, crazy bar, uh, Heifer Bar, what's it called? Hogs and Heifers. Yeah, Hogs and Heifer. So those guys have some sort of uh, thing, connection. So if you do valet parking at Downtown Grand and get your ticket uh, validated by any of those restaurants, I said, parking's free. Of course it is. That's the way well, that's it should be. Well, typically Main Street Station's validated parking. They've charged for it and validated for years. Oh, did they? Yeah. So that it makes sense. Places, but I'm talking Binion, for, for valet. In the old days, you could park at Binion's. They just put the validating machine out by the cage. Oh, right. And you would just stick your ticket in. It was a time clock. Oh, fantastic. And it would go, and you would just, yeah, that was, oh, that's you great. free parking downtown for years. <laughs> that's okay, back to the, that's fantastic. Uh, on top of that, they keep going up and up. They do. Uh, most expensive valet or most expensive resort fee. Do you know? Uh, that is going to be... Phoenician, $45. Oh, I was going to get there, yeah. Interesting, though. I would say Bellagio, but yeah, Venetian Interesting, right. though. They Free don't charge for Phoenician. parking, and they don't charge for valet still. Mm -hmm. What? Pretty cool. It's gotten to the point now where I do take fees into consideration when I go to book a trip. I have been trying that to, like heck <laughs> not to book through MGM and Caesars and stay off strip properties like Westgate or some downtown properties where fees are lawyer. Actually, lawyer. Lower. Actually, for our next trip, I'm even considering Airbnb. So, to answer your question from the last podcast, it's people like me that care about this, which is what I argued before. And if you're coming one time, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. But if you're like these guys, they come all the time. They're probably not super happy about it. Um, actually, okay. I'm so sick of being nickel and dimed out of my money. This isn't what Vegas used to be, clearly. Uh, it used to be about making people feel special. Exactly. It used to be about giving people an atmosphere and environment where they could forget about all that kind of stuff. In Vegas, they used to take care of you, he says in quotes. And even if they didn't, you felt like they did. 
Well, now it seems that they're all penalizing us for visiting their properties, and it really comes down to pure greed. Now, that's not to say that these fees will make me stop coming to Vegas, which is what they're betting on, clearly. Mm -hmm. However, what it will do is make me take my business to properties that understand the customer. My hard-earned money will go to properties that make me feel important and valued. Sure, all other popular vacation destinations charge resort fees and parking fees, but those destinations shouldn't be put in the same category as Las Vegas. I think what he means is, oh yeah, Vegas should be unique. Its uniqueness is why I fell in love with the city some 20 years ago. The way things are going, it will become just like every other place to take a vacation. That makes me very sad. Glenn. Agreed. Nah, don't totally agree. What don't you agree with that? I'm like the Supreme Court. I uh, I agree in part and dissent in part. Oh, you're seven to two. Yeah. What's, what's the part that you agree you agree with and uh, disagree? Um, you know, just because he's right, Glenn is right. Other areas do this. This is not unique to Las Vegas. Right. I was looking at at hotels in the Niagara Falls region, and they all charge for parking. Yep. Um, Orlando, I heard uh, certain areas, you know, will as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So. And that, I mean, that's who they say we're competing with these days, is the Orlandos of the world. Um, this yeah. is just an evolution of the tourist demographic, like mar the tourist market. This is just a natural progression of how things are going to go. And to say that, you know, Vegas it doesn't is make it right, by the way. It doesn't make it right, but it, it makes it what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Orlando thing, that comes up a lot. Well, you know, Orlando has Disney World, and it's a pretty cool place and all that kind of stuff. I don't, I'm not sure... Actually, part of what the, the, the grab for Orlando is, is the convention business. There is a pretty huge convention business there. San Diego actually has a pretty large convention business as well. Got to pay for parking there as well. Yep, I do. Um, and the question is about resort fees. And I've talked about this before, about like Newport Beach. You know, we've gone down to Newport Beach a couple of times, like to visit my dad or whatever. And, and, you know, they charge a resort fee and then they charge a Newport Beach fee and then they charge a parking fee. And so yeah, this is not new news, but I think Glenn's point is, is solid in that part of the magic of Vegas was it was Vegasy that you came in and they, you know, that was a comp. And that's kind of what you're hoping for. Just comp me on something for the love of God. And it's the same thing with those, you know, we've, and we've experienced this. You're at the bar and you're having a drink. And it used to be you put a 20 in, which is you do that every time that we'd go out. You'd throw a 20 in. You weren't really doing anything, but just, you know, blowing 20 minutes while we're, or $20 while we're drinking. But the minute you put that in, you know, bartender Bob was there. Hey, what can I do for it? Bam, and you're, it was great. Now it's red light, green light, you know, click, click, click. We got to do three, all bets. And, and we see this and it's happening and, and it's not consistent. No. Right? At Bally's, they have one re requirement. I've been to Rio. The requirement is completely different. Both of those, by the way, are Caesar properties, mm -hmm. and but they're not under the same guy. So you don't really Caesar's know. Caesar hates the Rio, though. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of a, a stepchildy kind of thing. But nonetheless, it you don't really know what the rules of engagement no. are with these guys. And, and, and so you're trying to figure out what it is. And you really can't go to Bob and go, hey, Bob, just tell me. Right. What do you want from me? I'll put the money in. Is it, is it full beds? You know, how many? One, three, five? He can't tell you. He's not allowed to tell you. So that's I, that actually I consider one of the most egregious things is, look, this seems pretty obvious to me. If I get somebody who sits down at a bar and I give him a drink, he's likely to drink long or not, he's likely to play it a little longer. If I'm a casino, I think that's probably good for me because if I do the math, I almost always win. Yeah, but you got to, you know what? You got to offset a, that against the amount of moochers out there. I think there are a well, lot isn't of that moochers. Interesting. That's an interesting thing. So, well, you, and you have a bit of, you have more insight of that because you, you hang out with the casino. Well, that's one of the reasons. Remember when the M first opened, they had soda fountains? You, you didn't I have do. To wait for a server, I do. You yeah, yeah. Soda. That was a big deal, too. It was because they have that another, but I mean, it was, that was a first for Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, all I hear were people, the, the people that I always hear when I reminisce about the M and how it used to be, and people always reminisce about the soda fountains yep. and then tell me how they used to go in there yep. and like fill up their big gulp and walk out <laughs> on the way to somewhere else. Yeah, that's fucked up. Because, you know, it was there. So, but, but I would say there's a difference between getting a big gulp at the M and sitting down at a bar. And, and playing. I mean, before, I don't know anybody who didn't expect that you did have to play 
to, to get a drink, a free drink. And, you know, I, before, when we, before we moved here, when I lived here, or before we moved here, when I would come here, you know, we would go to the Aladdin, mm -hmm. and I would play a quarter at a time. I didn't do max. I didn't know anything about the, I mean, just like, all I want to do is hear clinkity, clinkity, clink. I want to see lights blinking. I like the vibe. That's, I'm just hanging out with Melissa. I got my bucket and life is good. And they were just bringing me drinks. And I was there for hours. And I, I know I, I lost a lot of money and did not give a shit because I was hanging out and having a good time in a very, you know, light blinky place. And I'm fascinated by all that shit. Sure. So I was all in. And I guarantee you, you know, had they not been, you know, giving me free gin and tonics, I probably wouldn't have been hanging out as long. So, you know, what's a gin and tonic cost then? Well, it's the cost of the property and it's the cost of the, the labor and it's, a, mm. and it's union labor, which is, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I get that. But the drink itself costs eh, 25 cents, 45, maybe a buck, maybe. Please. So that's a little disappointing. I get it. All right. Next up. Stuart, now I'm going to preface this. Stuart didn't actually send this email. He actually sent a review uh, to Ticketmaster about a show that he and I saw, Ricky Martin, and I asked him if we could read it, and he said yes. All right. So this is the Ricky Martin review uh, by Stuart Poynier. Let's get uh, Let's get uh, Ricky. Let's get Loca. Let's get Loca. This is one of those highly choreographed shows that leaves little space for anything spontaneous. I'm going to read this in my reviewer voice. Do it. Like, for example, acknowledging there's an audience in the room. The extent of Ricky's interaction was repeated and slightly unnerving. A chant of, quote, I can't I hear you. you. For which now even is haunting me as I go to sleep. <laughs> well, the reason you could not hear us is that you failed to work the room. I was a little worried that this would be one of those shows where everyone would be on their feet dancing throughout and I'd be forced to join them. Quite the reverse. Nope. Hardly anyone felt moved to get up and show any emotion. Ricky can sing and dance, although neither are special. Ouch. But on stage, he lacks any personality or charisma. He has Ouch. a dual language career yep. and a dual language audience with his Spanish language career being bigger than his English, at least from the show. Mm. You could tell from the reactions to some of his songs that the part of the audience, uh, that part of the audience were singing along to his Spanish songs while the rest sat there slightly bemused. Mm. Bemused. Uh, that should not have been an issue if we had been at uh, all won over by him, but he seemed not even interested in trying mm. a big letdown. All in all. So I was there. And, One star uh, on Yelp. Yeah. So I was there. And um, I was really looking forward to this show. I remember seeing him the very first time on the Grammys. He did. He closed the Grammys in 19-whatever-the-hell it was. And well, he, he was on Menudo first. He, yes. But I didn't know him in Menudo, surprisingly enough. I'm a big fan, but no. Uh, no, he closed the Grammys. I forget what year it was. He came out and he did La Vida Loca, I think it was, mm -hmm. and just crushed it. And I, you know, I thought, holy crap, this guy is, this guy's the shit, man. He's, he's really, really good. This is going to be an interesting guy to watch. So he came out and did a lot of good stuff. So we, we, you know, we start the show, and he's one of these guys, you know, a lot of guys, for instance, uh, Wayne saw Cher, and I believe he, she closed, we had a bet about this, I think, mm. with uh, uh, If You Believe. Right, uh-huh. He opened with living la vida loca so and so it's it opens up and as you know lights and bam bam and i'm like holy this is going to be fantastic we're hitting the ground running this is it go 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 and he's dancing i'm like this is going to be great okay I'm, I'm so happy about this and that was it he didn't say Stuart's right he didn't say boo except for i can't hear you and it did get a little creepy after a while literally no crowd work none it was the weirdest thing. It reminded well, no. me of Devo. So, okay, you got a Devo story? I, so I saw Devo when I was in the Air Force in, uh -huh. in Fresno, California, and it was the first time I saw a man who didn't talk to the audience one time. Ooh, and I really dug, there. that was when they did that, that album with uh, the upside down flower pout thing, flower pout, uh, whip, whip it. it. It was a great, mm -hmm. it was a goddamn, it was a great album. Great album. Mm -hmm. Didn't say two words to us. Great stage show. Not, and I'm, I walked out of there going, what the fuck, man? Now, the reverse to that. Talk to me. Well, let me tell you, though. The reverse to that was Cher. Cher came out. She opened with a song. I don't remember what it was. It was something that, you know, I don't know. Sold a million, but you wouldn't know. I wouldn't have the first clue. No, no. Then after that first song, she gets on the microphone. Yeah. And does a 15-minute diatribe. Oh. 
about uh, how her and Sonny came together. Oh, I like the that. Sonny and Cher show, and then that's not a diatribe. And then essentially <laughs> ends ends the story with uh, Dave Letterman as an ass. Wow. So, but it, it, it that would be a going, diatribe. And how she owed a bunch of people money, and wow. like it, 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 it went started over here, so, went over here. Then uh, she said she forgot what she was going to say, so she went oh, back over Jesus, here. Oh, really? Then she's all oh, his. Uh, what I was going to say. Let me okay. pick back up where I was. All right. And it was like it was. I mean, maybe diehard Cher fans loved it. I would, but love afterwards, it. Hannah was like, I, "I wonder if she's ever going to start singing again." Or we were just really, hear, yeah. So interesting. Live chat. Let me know. I prefer people to talk. I, I mean, I, I, I know I the music. See if she interlaced it through the song, I prefer. I much prefer. She that. spent a whole fifteen-minute block. That's so interesting like, to me. On, on, for starting with how her and Sonny met. Yeah. All the way up to uh, that's uh, really she never wanted to go on Dave Waterman. She finally went on Dave Waterman. He was an ass. Yeah, well, everybody knows that. Um, I, but I really prefer the banter. I really like the back. Like, for instance, one of my favorite bands is Steely Dan. And if you watch them live, what you recognize is those people are musicianal gods, just gods. But they don't talk much. They don't, they don't go back and forth much because neither one of those guys are very verbose. They're very, you know, intelligent, but they don't talk much. And I prefer to know how shit works. One of my favorite videos on YouTube is having them talk about how they made Pretzel Logic as one of their albums. And Asia, that album. It's just fascinating to me. So I'm all about, you know, tell me stuff. But it was weird having him go through. And then he did, uh, he's got two other songs, and I can't remember what they are now that I knew. Mm. Uh, and uh, I tell you what, he just, he's one of those cats who decides, you know what, I've done this, this song so many times, I'm gonna change it up a little bit. Fuck, dude. That's not what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. You've gotta sing the song the way it's on the album because that's the way I know it. So if you wanna swing that song, no, I get it, you're in Vegas. Don't swing the song. Play the song the way I know it because that's the way I wanna hang out with it. So that was weird. Um, he's right, there was a very international crowd. But I will say this, there were women who were crying mm. during this show. They were, uh, so there were some people who liked it, but I thought, eh, that could have been better. Next up, we've got this from Matthew Bellafuelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelel
So I'd so, say yeah, they've go. Got, they've got an outback there. I mean, the casino itself. That's right. And it's actually a great location. If Yeah, if you're just looking for something, you know, it's certainly not the Bellagio, but that's not why you're there. No. So if you want if you want a cheap gamble, you want people watching. Uh, it's a fantastic location. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's right by uh, a Carnival Court, which yep. is a really fun place. Mm -hmm. Margaritaville is right there, right across the street from Caesars. Yeah. It's a good location, man. Yeah. yeah you can't beat it. By the way, I've heard the Margaritaville is going away. They're the casino portion the of casino, it. The casino... They had another casino. They had a casino elsewhere in the country that failed. No, no, no. They're they're gonna pull what oh, they went here. Pull the branding out of the flamingo. I thought there was the Margaritaville casino. restaurant will remain, but you know how it's Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville Casino with the five o'clock somewhere bar. Kind of. That's gonna be dethemed. Oh, is that right? Mm -hmm. But no one even knew that it was there, anyways. Well, I did because they serve Land Shark on tap, which is my favorite beer. Oh, there you go. Okay, let's continue on. Oh, but first, let's do a a quick break for our good buddy. Mitch Fulfer. Hey, real fast. Mitch Fulfer, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. Let me tell you, this is the guy who helped us sell our home in two hours in Aliante. Uh, pretty fantastic. And by the way, just a, a real quick reminder, 80% of the realtors here in Las Vegas, 80% have never bought or sold a house, which is not a feature. My argument is this. You may find this surprising, but I'm kind of a tough customer. <laughs> you? What? He seems like such an easy. You're going, such a yes man. Such typically. an easygoing guy. Yeah, and uh, and I'm always looking to see is this guy being a bad guy or is he not doing his doing his work? And guess what? Mitch is doing his work. So go check out his website. It's Mitch Fulfer, F U L F E R dot com. Buying or selling, this guy is the guy you want to work with. All right, let's continue on. Our next up, we have. Bill, did I read that last one? Uh, I yes, did, yeah. Did. This is uh, War and Peace. Good luck to you. All right, <clears throat> here we go. In our remember micro machines, that micro machine guy. Who? The micro machine guy. No, what's that? You don't remember micro machines? I don't feel from like, like I do. the eight? Oh, all right, never mind. Mm. Scott, I come to Vegas once a year for NAB, which is the National Association of Broadcasters. Who is this from, by the way? This is a uh, Bill. Bill, 9836. Uh, I don't know. He has his last name on here, and I don't know if he wants that. Check right. it, it, it. He's in the live chat. Okay. He definitely there wants it. Uh, so Bill comes to Las Vegas once a year for NAB, the National Association of Broadcasters, right. and he usually stays at Circus Circus since it's clean and very inexpensive. Wow. Again, what's your definition of clean, Bill? How many, how many people sure. go to Circus Circus? Not that many. <laughs> uh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, no. I attended CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, right. in January for the first time, and Circus Circus rates were way higher than I was willing to pay. Of course. So they I were. ended up staying downtown at the Cal. At the where? Uh, oh, California. Mm -hmm. uh, listening to your show, number 324, mm. I thought I could share some ideas about finding hotel accommodations. Oh, neat. He typically starts his search at kayak.com to get an idea of the range of rates. Yep, I like that. Then he looks at Hotwire and Priceline to yep. see if there are any interesting deals and try to see if he can figure out what hotels the offer is for. He uh -huh. then goes directly to the hotel's website because the prices may occasionally be lower than what Kayak shows. By the way, most website, most uh, casino websites now guarantee that they'll be the lowest price. Like I Using just bought some tickets in a, in a casino I can't speak of, and they were very low. Go. Using the above <laughs> method, I waited a while after determining I would stay at the California for CES and booked directly with the hotel. Oh. By the time I got around to reserving a room at the Cal, that rate had gone up quite a bit. What? I found I was able to almost get the same rate a month later by using Priceline ah. and prepaying for the entire stay. But you don't know what you're getting on Priceline, or did he know? Because it's two-way. Priceline used to be you would say, yeah. I want a four-star. I want it in. This in, general. In, yeah, and you'd be region. like, please, God, please, I know. God, please, God. And whatever God. you got, you were stuck You were a guy. Yeah, and you're like, Whoa. no refunds, no cancellations. Right, Royal Casino, what the fuck? <laughs> if you wanted Bellagio when you're at the Best Western right. Casino Royale. And I saw I saw a really cool like blog, not a blog post, it was a forum post about how to game Priceline. Mm. So like, okay, if it's four and a half stars it's in the, the south, yeah. it has to be Mandalay right. Bay. But right. if it's the north, then it has to be Wynn or Encore. Yep. Like, oh, that was so cool. We used it once. There was a forum, yeah, the forum for that was called Bidding for Travel. I think you actually told me about it. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, uh, what most individual travelers don't know is that groups holding meetings at a hotel negotiate rates that are lower or supposed to be lower than yep. listed on the hotel's website. That's true. Many groups don't restrict who can reserve rooms, so you can often take advantage of those lower rates by booking through the links and group codes for the meeting. Here is where many, 
maybe most of the conventions in Vegas are listed. And then he lists a web address. In regards to resort fees, many groups get resort fees lowered. Last year at Circus Circus, I only paid $8 a day for the resort fee. What? And some would argue even that's a little bit too much. <laughs> right. I'm not sure what the regular rate was, but I currently see it as $32 a day on the Circus yeah, Circus website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. For four nights in April, my total is $260 before tax and resort fees since I booked it in October using the NAB hotel website. Now, Bill, you're on you're in the live chat with us right now. Did you do anything besides do the uh, the convention? Did you hang out in downtown? Did you do anything like that? Continue on, please. So he paid $260 as opposed to the current rate of $362 for the same nights using the hotel website or the NAB website. Can you imagine? It's currently showing $300. Can you imagine paying $300 a night for Circus Circus? Shit. What's uh, that sound? Exactly. I decided to use points a couple years ago and stay at the oh, Hyatt place fuck. next to the Hofbrauhaus House restaurant. Sorry, Bill. I mentioned this because one of your listeners mentioned staying at America's Best Value Inn. Mm. Well, oh, it yeah, certainly yeah. wasn't me. While my no, stay you, at got a bunch, place, you got a bunch of shit about that, by the way. While my stay at Hyatt place was free, what I didn't expect was daily wake-ups between 6 and 6.30, courtesy of the 6.18 from Tokyo uh, leaving the Karen Airport. By the way, I misspoke. This is not... We have an email coming from Bill. Actually, this is a, uh, a have-a-drink-on-me email. So, I sorry, Bill. That was so, finally, he would like to shout out some good places that are inexpensive yet offer great food downtown. Okay. Here we go. Latai. So, you're going to say the name... Then the first thing that comes to our mind, we're going to respond to that. Ready? Okay. Go. Latai. Go. Not for me. Pretty good. Lafo Vietnamese Kitchen. I don't like cat. I got nothing. <laughs> that was fantastic. Public. I don't like cat. That's fantastic. Good job. Uh, public Us. Don't know what that is. Public what? Public Us. With the U.S. capital uh, S. Never heard of it. Fantastic. I hope. It Go again. Uh, Carson Kitchen guy just died recently. Uh, not recently, about a year ago. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Simon. It's supposed uh, to be good food. Though. It's supposed to be real good. Haven't oh, haven't been. Uh, did I go to that one? I think I did. Good. Uh, and while not quite downtown, uh, Tacos El Gordo, Roach Coach. Everybody's been there, and guess what? It is. I would argue a little overblown. Everybody says it's fantastic. Here's the thing: you go there for lunch, you're gonna be waiting in line. Um, and it, it's soft tacos. I don't really like soft tacos. Um, and, and it's not that great, to be, to be honest with you. So, uh, and for great coffee, for those of you who enjoy caffeine out there, yep. uh, Vesta Coffee Roasters. Don't drink coffee. It's really, really, really good. <laughs> I got nothing. Is that it? Yeah. That's it? Hey, nice email, man. Thanks for the email. Good job. Uh, yeah, I would not, uh, California. I've never heard of anybody staying in California. Is that a Boyd property? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. It's the, they call it the uh, Ninth Island. It's they specifically just, targeted oh, at that's Hawaiians. That's right. They just did something there. Did they just add they resort fees? It. Or they just, didn't they just do, didn't Boyd just do something down there? Mm, they just remodeled it recently. About a year ago. No. Less than. Can't be that. All right, here we go. Next up. <clears throat> this is from uh, Mr. Tony Smith from Brooklyn, New York. Well, Tony from Brooklyn. Hey, yeah. You know what right now I'm doing right now? I've been watching The Sopranos. Have you watched that show? Have you no, watched I've all... never seen it. Are you serious? Yeah. No, 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 no. You're kidding me. No, I've never seen it. It is, without question, the best series ever created on TV. Mm, disagree. You, don't, you can't disagree because you, you ever haven't seen, seen it. Have you ever seen The Shield? Yeah, I did. It's better than The Shield? It, it, it literally says, mm. here's The Shield... Here's the shield, and here's the shield's neck. Sopranos. Mm. It's it's so much better. Mm. It's crazy. Six or seven. It's six, six and a half uh, seasons, and we started from the beginning, and we're watching them all again. Mm. I've seen them all. I've seen every episode, and I'm in like I think I'm in season five now. Jesus Christ, it's so good. Right now, uh, uh, Tony just got shot by Junior. Oh, okay. His uncle. Oh. And he's, you know, that trying to come out of it. Dramatic. Brutal. Yeah. Oh man, it's such a great show. Hey Scott and Wayne. I'll be in Las Vegas in August. So you have plenty of time to answer this question, guys. That seems hurt. Squeak that one in. That seems hurtful. Uh, since you all usually fall behind. You know what? Fuck this guy. <laughs> no. All right. Okay. You can't. Yeah. That's, that's thinking ahead. That's planning. <laughs> kind of mean-spirited. I think he could have been nicer about it. You could have said, hey. The truth hurts sometimes. I know God. you're really busy, and I know that this email is not super important, but I, it would be, golly gee whiz, guy, if you could fit me in, that'd be great. That's what I would have done. Okay. 
That's what I would have done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you recommend some activities or places, attractions to visit outside of the Strip in Fremont? Maybe have a whole episode about that. Smiley face. Something other than Red Rock Canyon, Lake Mead, etc. Thanks way in advance <laughs> for your knowledge of Vegas and keep up the great work, fellas. Again, Mr. Tony Smith, Brooklyn. Wayne? Um, Hoover Dam. Hoover Dam. Sure, you gotta go to Hoover Dam and not just stand on the dam. Which is qu quite breathtaking. But actually, we stand on the dam. Yeah. But then go underneath mm -hmm. and see how big those generator things mm -hmm. are because they're as big as cars. It's pretty cool. And yeah. they actually have a nice, uh, I wouldn't call it a museum, but a theatery mm -hmm. kind of. The, uh, the best dam gift shop. Yeah, but yeah, mm -hmm. very good. So you gotta go to that. Yeah. Um, hmm. I uh not downtown. Wait, not Fremont. In the burbs. I would do I would do um uh the Neon Museum is interesting. That's downtown. It is a little well, he said Fremont. He said outside of the strip of Fremont. So I, I so I'm not Yeah, that's close enough. Yeah. I would do oh, I would absolutely do if you're August? Are the fifty ones still playing in August? They are, but I'll tell you what, the lights are better in the fifty ones. Okay, so so here's the thing. So I, one of the great discoveries when I first moved to Las Vegas was the uh, Las Vegas 51s, which is a triple A baseball team. At the time, they were for the Dodgers. Then they were for Montreal. I think they're for the Giants. I don't know. Toronto. Yeah. I don't know who they are. Giants? The Mets, Mets. Mets. That's right. It is fantastic. Just love, 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 love it. Triple A ball is great ball because People are throwing the ball fast. So you get to see 90 mile an hour fastballs, but people are hitting the crap out of it. The last game I went to, the score was, I think, something like 15 to 12. This is a baseball game. Whee! And uh, cheap beer. Uh, I think the most expensive seat in the house was, I don't know, $14, $15, whatever it was. I love it. Now, those guys are moving to Summerlin. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go, go now. We haven't actually gone this year where you have to go. Uh, but there's other games uh, being played on that property. Scott, if you think uh, AAA baseball is exciting, where... Uh, By the way, I think that, but Melissa hates it. Here comes the 3-2 pitch, <laughs> and he's caught looking at strike three. That'll end your inning. The 51s will be batting next. You, uh, then you get used to go there all the time. Da, da, da. Thursday night, $1 beer night. You used to be a fan. I was. God, you are a fair-weather son of a berry and then picker. you know what happened? Yeah, I think I do know. The, the lights. Las Vegas Lights FC. Go, baby, go. So, much like minor league baseball, uh, minor league soccer has come to town. And you might say... So, this oh, is minor league soccer? It's minor league soccer. Uh, so, there's, there's, so, they are trying to get to major league soccer here. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, appropriately called Major League Soccer, MLS. Easy, big boy. So, uh, you might say, Christ. oh, Wayne, that sounds... Boy, that sounds entertaining. Uh, is there a, is there a, maybe a, a rec league closer that I can go to and save myself the parking uh, fee? There is a really big soccer theater thing over at uh, Summerlin. Let me tell you something. You like are going to have so much fun, soccer fan or not. I don't care if you can tell the difference between uh, Messi and Ronaldo and David Beckham. You don't nice. need to. Because nice here's done. what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to show up. There's going to be a tailgate area set up in front of the stadium. A tailgate yeah. area. Official? What's out there? Official. Nice. By Zappos. Sponsored by Zappos. What's yeah. out there? Activities. Uh, inflatables for the kids. Activities and, and uh, autograph sessions for what? the kids. Bars for the adults. Uh, llamas. You can get you can feed yourself a llama. Get some pictures taken. I like llamas. Food trucks. All the different kind of food trucks in town that you've heard of. The big names. Uh, Fuku Burger. Uh, the Fuku Mexican. Burger. The, all, there's like six different food trucks to choose from. Nice, nice. At the start of the game, a uh, a supporter section with drums, trumpets, horns, <laughs> noisemakers, flags, and smoke. <laughs> Lead a parade into the stadium. You get into the stadium, and unlike baseball, where uh, oh, here comes the manager, and looks like he's going to talk to the pitcher, and uh, I got five minutes because then he's going to saunter back to the dugout, and then a new pitcher is going to come in, and then he needs to warm up because what's he been doing for the previous forty-five minutes sitting there? No, no, no. 
Unlike that, you have 45 minutes and two halves of back and forth, nonstop action. Bam, bam, bam. There is uh, uh, not only the athleticism of them going back and forth, but this is minor league soccer. So they're going to argue with the refs. They're going to yeah. fight with each other. They're going to score uh, more. The last the game biggest I thing watched, the with soccer there is were that punches and elbows thrown. What? It is fantastic entertainment. The crowd. How many games have you been to? One. The crowd. The I can cr see you're really into it. What was the score of that game? Uh, I think one to nothing. That's the problem with soccer. But it's not because it is. If it was a baseball game, one to nothing, uh, it'd be boring. This you still have the constant action back and forth. Yeah. So the what happened in the game we were at, the referees made some calls. The crowd wasn't that uh, fond of. So as <laughs> Hannah described it, a mob mentality formed amongst the crowd, How? not within each other, but uh, towards towards with that energy directed towards the field. I understand why you like it, Oakland Raiders. Mob mentality. Maybe you have a affinity for that kind of game, but play. it 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 was so much more engaging. I'm an adult because when everybody kind of bands together I'm and is like to passionate hit. about yeah, yeah, the sure. cause, okay, it heightens the experience. Yeah, or it increases the probability of a bottle being flung, and instead of hitting the goalie, hits me in the head. Uh, no, it's I'm a little concerned. The field where they can they can reach the field Fair even enough. if you got pouring. All right, but you liked it. I've actually I'll heard good it. things about it. <laughs> And you also went to, did you go to the NBA, the WNBA game? Not yet. Okay. I'll get to one. But that's also there, that's also there uh, as well. That's over at Mandalay Bay. Um, anything else besides sports stuff that we like? For outside oh, the, oh, um, well, I said Hoover Dam. You know, um, it depends on how long you're here. You know, Southern California is a four-hour drive. So if you want to see the beaches of Southern California, you're four and a, four and a half hours there, you're there. So I like that. Um, what else? Anybody in the live chat have some ideas that they like for uh, things that are not gaming, gambling, e kind of stuff? So I would say there's some, like for instance, Red Rock's a beautiful casino, but he's she's he seems like he doesn't want to do yeah. the casino anything. I gotta take you to a lights game. I want to go. I, we were talking about that. I yeah. want to go. I think that they're on house. Are they on house? No. Yeah. No. No. Uh, no? no. Really. No. I think I saw something. Mm, I've never. If you have, let me know. I've never seen it. All right. They're getting 5,000. Uh, the other day, it was oh, oh, Friday, 5,000 people. Oh, it was, the, it was the WNBA thing. It was the Aces. Oh, you saw that one house? I did. Oh, well, they're not on there enough then. Because yeah. the, crowd, the crowd was still sparse. Laughlin, Boulder City, Pop says. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. So I'm well, Boulder City. You're at Hoover Dam, basically. Well, that's yeah, that's right. And actually, and so uh, Boulder City, so quaint little burb. Mm -hmm. You know, about 14 Antique people. Yeah, 14 people live there, and it's it's cute. And there's like, you know a couple of restaurants and uh -huh. there's some a tourist. Root beer actually, there's a there's a really good art and wine festival there. I know it might be in August. It's probably one of the best I've ever been to. It is huge. Multiple day there. It's really, it's really good. If you come there at mm -hmm. that time, go. No um, gambling. I don't know. Oh, by the way, this. no gambling at all. In and by the City. way, the, the Lake Mead thing. One of my favorite things to do here when we first moved here is to rent a boat at Calville. Calville. What's it called? Calville. Calville. Fuck. I forget what it's called. I don't know. We'd rent a boat. Go putting around in Lake Mead. God, it was fantastic. I love doing that. And it didn't cost a lot of money. It's fun. Yeah, a couple of beers, bring some sandwiches. You're swimming. You're swimming in front of Boulder Dam or Hoover Dam. It's pretty cool, man. Mm -hmm. So I would, I and, wouldn't, I would. These days, even if you can't swim, your feet can probably touch the bottom. <laughs> so the water's a little low. It's not quite that low. The uh, third straw hasn't been exposed yet, but uh, it's good. Yeah, it's getting there. What are you going to do? Yeah, that's a Calville Bay Resort. That's exactly what it is, the marina. Go there, rent a boat, have the best time of your life. Okay, next up. Uh, oh, that's a have a drink. Back over there. Nice try. Chris Bailey, how are we doing on time? Ooh. Getting close. 45 minutes. Yep. Well, this will be our last one. It means we've got a couple more that we'll do next time. How does that make me feel? Well, that's... A, that's how does that, that make you feel? Peace. How does that make you feel? It feels good. How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? Okay, there we go. How? Chris Bailey writes, 
I just watched your podcast regarding resort parking fees. I used to make at least two visits to Vegas each year, renting a vehicle each time. Hold on, where's my skitty sound? There it is. With escalating resort fees and now parking fees, I'm done. Tomahawk say no. I've had enough of nickel and diming me to death. I'll find other vacation spots too bad because I love Las Vegas, but enough's enough. Of course, they're betting that you okay. are among the minority. Yeah. And uh, now Ted will argue in the, the live chat that tourism has been down. I think it was last quarter he mentioned something about that. He actually had people talking about what he thought. I think and, I just saw a stat, though. It's up 0.1% last quarter. Was. Oh. Oh, here, last here. month. So mm-hmm. and so he's arguing, eh. But that's probably because Ted's argument is it's not happening, and your argument is, eh, maybe, maybe coming back. Uh, it's unclear. Uh, let's see. Anything in the live chat I want to talk about? No. Let's go ahead and do this show, this thing here. Ready? And let's go. By the way, thanks, everybody, for your emails. You guys are the best. <laughs> All right, it's time for Have a Drink on Me. It's part of the show where I show a picture of a bar or a lounge or a speakeasy or, oh, I think I just gave something away. And you guys guess it, and then you win fabulous prizes. Hmm, what kind of prizes? Would you like to be the show or the tell? Oh, let's see. Uh, I'll, I'll do the show again. That was fun. Yeah, you were time. pretty we, good last time. We, we reversed Stand by. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. What did you just say? It was fun to reverse roles. I thought you said, we did this in rehearsal. <laughs> We've never done this in rehearsal. Rehearsal never happens. Okay. Here's what you can possibly win if you are a winner of Have a Drink on Me. Ready? Go. You know what? Your Zatorio look is very important. The way you look, the way you present yourself is muy important. And by the way, it's summertime and you want to keep the sun off of your noggin, off your eyeballs. So you can win a fabulous Vegas Video Network visor it comes in one color black like my heart we may have a red but it's hard to say by the way if you wear it the way wayne was wearing it right now you are i think the technical term's a douchebag and oh if you wear it like that you know what you're in a rap band and if you're a, you're a wigger <laughs> okay moving forward but let's say that you're a musical guy or gal i like that you're you have an ear for that you're thinking hmm i want something that's kind of acoustic-y kind of jazzy something that's fa- oh good jazzathon a fantastic selection wayne that's a kind of a latin guitar jazzy thing with one of the greatest songs you've ever heard in your life wait a minute i believe in christmas how about christmas acoustic one it's all about that you can you will literally be using that cd for 10 years as you decorate your christmas tree oh wait a minute you want more of course you do Christmas Acoustic 2. That's the one that you really want if you want to impress the family, impress the friends. But wait a minute, you're thirsty, you're parched. Well, guess what? You get to have yourself a drink on your buddy Scott. That's right, you come to Las Vegas, your buddy Scott will buy you a drink, um, preferably a Coors, just like you're seeing there. And only one, let's not get crazy, and we're not gonna be at the Delano, because those drinks cost $400 simply to walk in the place. Thank you very much, Wayne. Well done, everybody. Alrighty. Now, how do you win? Well, there's a variety of ways. Did you want to do that one, Wayne? Sure you do. What are the number of ways that you can win? Uh, Have a drink on me. Well, certainly. uh, You know, uh, I have to say sometimes, well, they're speed racer. But you want to be speed racer because the first correct entry will get you another entry. One. Uh, You could do an intro video like... We had Brian. 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 He's already in there. We Like we had Brian do earlier. That'll get you an entry. Good. You could do a video entry. That will get you an additional And we have entry. two on today's episode. Uh, what else? Gosh. You could do uh, a correct answer in general. Well. That gives you one. Yeah. I was and bonus entry. if you're in the live chat, while we do this, bam, that's yep. five. Five possible ways to get in there. Well done. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Three out of five is. You might actually want to write those five down just so you can. Knock that sh- yeah, it is 60%. That's so if you're a baseball player, D stands for diploma. You're all that. <laughs> okay, very good. Okay. We had uh, 18 out of 19. I've been here in like a month and a half. Can I get some slack? No. 
You're a professional. Oh, by the way, and if you want to play, you're going to send your email to have a drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Again, have a drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Now, I almost forgot something, um, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. eh, I'm a professional. And that is this. Uh, if you do end up getting one of these bad boys here. Oh, here you go. I didn't know you were going to actually do that. There it is. You, so you do that, and you're like, oh, that looks pretty good. And you take a picture. And you send that. Oh, yeah, just like that. And you do that. By the way, that's the way to do it. Do it in. Well, not with the right. That's the wrong phone. But generally, that's the right angle. We call it landscape. Take that picture. You send it to us. And then magic happens. Really? Magic? What kind of magic, Mr. Whitney? Well, you send it into us and you become a part of the galaxy of God. There's Gregor and Bill and Mr. Testy and Steve and Michael and Robert and Rosie and Michael again and Scott and Pinky and Bud and wait, there's more. As Alan and Aaron and they are nudist and Bob and his wife and Danny and Shan, not Chan, and Glenn and Jimmy Two Cheese. And then there's Rob. And of course, then of course, we've got Ken and Stuart and Christina, who's all babies up because of my music and Don and Jackie and Mike. Oh, oh! Just kidding, he's moving to Las Vegas, so I don't mean that joke anymore. This Brad's dad and your buddy Scott. And Wayne, he's very handsome. And of course, our good buddy Brett as well. All right. Uh, one little disclaimer. Yep. Uh, Scott's CDs uh, were not actually totally due to Christina's babies. They might assist. However, uh, the CDs will themselves not impregnate you. Thank you. That's a nice disclaimer. And we need those kind of things. Okay, let's look at last week's Have a Drink on Me. And the clues were Hofbrauhaus. Hofbrau House and Hofbrau House. Thank you you can get spanked there. And that was part of the clues, mm -hmm. was uh, spanking uh, is imminent, but only if you ask for it, right? As I said, 18 out of 19 correct answers. Let's begin. Are you ready, my friend? Oh, my goodness. Go. Here we go. Our very first correct entry, we have Jimmy 2 j Nope. Jimmy, kind of greedy. He won last time. And yet he decided to get in here. What the? What are we trying to do? Have we not taught these people how, how to behave? How many conductors? I don't do we understand. Have to shoot before the train shows up on time. I don't understand this. You know, we've we've provided this guidance. We tried to help these people go. Listen, this is the way you play. If you win, step back. Let other people win. You don't see pops who wins five times every week, and you don't see him getting in the next week. But fucking Jimmy too, Jesus. So Jimmy, here you go. How's that feel? Yeah? yeah? If you were wearing epaulets, I'd rip the epaulets off. Stop being greedy, Jimmy. By the way, has Jimmy won before? Probably a five times, six times. He's won a bunch, so he's not number one. Now who's number one? Mike Q. Mm. Mike Q gets one for the correct answer. Mike Q gets one for being in the live chat. And guess what? Mike Q gets one more because he sent this shit show of a video. <laughs> Living Las Vegas broadcast coming at you live from outside of this week's Adam location. Fantastic video. Thank you, Mike. So that was a triple. A triple, so we're we're not passing on the first. We're just there's no first entry. This well, oh, he gets Jimmy. the first entry. So then that's a quad. Well, he gets one for the correct answer, uh -huh. one for being the live chat, uh -huh. one for a video, and then are we doing first entry? Oh yeah. Then that's a quad. Oh, it's a quad. Oh gee, he just got a quad. My cue, a quad. Well done, my brother. Oh, well done. I thought maybe Jimmy might have ruined it for everybody. Well, Jimmy, he, you know, we're gonna have to take him out and have a little ch chat with him. We'll have a Sopranos chat. Hey, uh, Mike, maybe you should step, uh, you know. We'll let Derek Stevens talk to him. <laughs> right. Ask him how it feels like to be 100 degrees out. And there's nobody sitting at the tables. Uh, next up, we've got Aussie Deb. Aussie Deb writes, uh, this show is super fun. And by the way, one for the correct answer. One for being in the live chat. All right. Boom. Check it up a little bit. What? Oh, wait, shit. Uh, Mr. Testy, uh, one for the correct answer and one for not being in the live chat. Sorry. Uh, then we've got uh, Don Turner, who's Mr. E. No. 
Then we've got, uh, thanks for that, by the way, Sean Talbot, who says, really enjoyed watching the podcast. Thanks, Sean. Then we've got uh, Mike from The Couve, which is Vancouver. Thanks, Mike. Then we've got Barney, who says, quote, great show. Thank you, Mike. And then we've got Don Vadan, who says, uh, can you do the show a little earlier because it's late on the East Coast? Pretty pleased with sugar on top? No! Good Lord, you're an adult. You're not, uh, I got all kinds of, I got people in Australia who are watching. You don't hear them going, hey, can you do your show at two in the morning so we can actually watch? Come on, Don. He knows it's on demand, right? Come on, just, come on. She wants to be in the live chat, but holy mm. cow, come on, Don. Moving forward. Uh, Shannon says, oh, we're in. And then we've got Mike Beatty. Very good. Then we've got uh, Andy in New Hampshire. Very good. Then we've got uh, Bob Thomas from St. Augustine, Florida. And then we've got uh, Dave from uh, Manchester, UK. Can you shout out to Paula? Paula! I think, um, I, think I met Paula. Hmm. Lovely gal. Oh, I'm sure. She's fantastic. Yeah. Way to go, Paula. Or Dave from Manchester. Moving forward. Uh, Paul, also known as Condor954. One for the correct answer. One for being in the live chat. Really? Yep. Okay. Next up, we've got a Richard, also known as Rafay's Jitter. One for the correct answer. Did you get Condor? I'm getting there. Good. And one for the live chat. And then Mike Lizowski, also known as the Mad Chipmunk. One for the correct answer. One for being in the live chat. We've got Bill, who's got War and Peace. Bill, we don't have time for that. Uh, wait, well, this is my condor. What is this? Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Bye bye. Oh, it was a good email, but we haven't got time. <laughs> sorry, Bill. But he's in the live chat. The One's the correct answer. The worst did, you get, did you get Bill 98036? No, I He gets right another now. one in there. Way to go, Bill. Sorry about All that. All right. And then finally, we got Pops. Pops. One for the correct answer. Pops. One for being in the live chat. Pops, one for this video opus. All right, pay attention, kids. I've only got a minute. i got to do this fast. If you've been paying attention, you would have noticed that Scott left the logo of the bar in the Haddam picture for this week. Yes, I he did. He does that sometimes. He'll leave the name, part of the sign, part of the logo. you got to pay attention. If you'd also been paying attention ever since the first year, I've been telling everybody that I'm going to sooner or later win my seventh Haddam. And when I do, if you have a video that gets played on that show, I'm going to claim to win, but I'm going to give you the prize. So far, our buddy, longtime sergeant at arms, Mike Q, has had a shot at me. And our buddy again. Eric, also known as Ace of Bats in the live chats, has had a shot. Unfortunately, none of us won on either one of those shows. But step up, take a shot, send in some videos. It's as easy as taking a selfie. If I can do it, anybody can do it. That's right. And I was going to say one more thing. Oh, yeah. Uh... Two more things. I didn't get a haircut, but I did buy some rubber bands. And as always, I think you should eat these nuts. Thank you there, Pops. Okay, let's pick it out. All right. Oh, I you're going. Selected. Oh, boy. I've selected. You're not, you're not screwed around, are you? Uh, we got uh, we got time we got schedules to here. Do. Let's go. You can't afford my overtime. No, no, no. All right. Ladies oh, gentlemen. Yep. This is a name I do not recognize before. Oh, neat. I'm so. Sorry. It is going to be somebody who really enjoys watching the podcasts. Sean Talbot. Way to go, Sean. That's fantastic. That's a newbie. Mm -hmm. Way to go, Sean. All right. You could either win uh, those things that we said. Okay, here we go. Do we have a new one this week, Scott? We do. We do indeed. And today's Have a Drink on Me looks a little bit like uh, this. Mm. Do you know it by looking at it? Uh, I do. Yep. Too. All right. Our I first. Been, I haven't been there yet. Either have I. I've been there, but not there. Me too. Number one clue. It may have been named after the mass transit in London. Could have been named after the mass transit in London. Hit number two. Includes a working distillery. Mm -hmm. It includes a working distillery. And hit number three. It would appear that this type of establishment may have been subterranean it appears this type of establishment may have been subterranean if you know the answer to that fairly question new as well huh fairly new as well very very new so new that your two buddies here have not been there if you know the answer you're going to send it to have a drink at vegasvideonetwork.com again have a drink at vegasvideonetwork.com all right that's it look at that thanks everybody we got to the exit music right on time we got what to the exit music right on time how about that 
Hey, if you guys want to uh, send us an email, and we'll dedicate a whole show to you on our queue at livinginlv.com. We get on our queue at livinginlv.com. Send us a voicemail. You can do that on our homepage. And then we're all over the place. You can check us on social media. We're on iTunes. And if we're on iTunes and you're watching us or listening to us, you know, give us a five-star review. Review. We're on YouTube. Share us. Give us a thumbs up. Roku, 79,000-plus account installs. Stitcher Tuning, Chromecast, Apple, Google, Fire TV. And, of course, Google Play and, of course, the Vegas Video Network. I'm Scott. That's Wayne. Thank you so much for playing along. You guys are the bestest ever. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Two and two. On. That's very good. Living in Las Vegas. Take care, everybody.